A few months ago, my best friend said she wanted to talk. Immediately, my heart sank. It was like I knew what was coming, but I didn't want to think it was going to happen. I didn't give her the chance to drag it. I called her incessantly until she picked up, and once she did, she said, I need some space. I felt this way for the past few months. I don't understand you anymore. And I guess, with me understanding you less and less, it's been harder to connect with you, on a mental level. I honestly don't know a better way to explain it. My best friend, y'all, <laughs> always know there is no positive ending to a text that says, I want to talk. You are listening to an empowering self-narrative. A narrative is just a fancy word for stories. We all have stories that we tell ourselves, but I found out that a lot of our stories are very limiting and hold us back from being and doing all the things that we dream of. The great thing is that we can change our stories if we want to, and I'm gonna do my absolute bestest to help you do that as I work through changing stories of my own. I assume this was growing pains, you know? We get older, things change, and as Molly's therapist asked her when her and Issa was fighting, does the relationship with her still serve you? My best friend has helped me understand myself and life in ways that I don't think I would have without a relationship. So yes, our relationship in my eyes still served me. So I gave her the space that she asked for. After two months of no contact, I messaged her asking if she still needed space. And I found out <laughs> she blocked me. What? Not just my bitch. number, but on every social media platform too. That's real Even crazy, Snapchat. Nina. And I don't even use Snapchat. It's giving weirdo energy. <laughs> I'm laughing now because I have the hindsight to realize all this, the mess and the hurt stirring in me to think that someone so close to me would do that meant that I was on the right path, becoming who I truly was meant to be and not what I thought I had to be. But child, ooh, I was hurt when I was in it. Nina, how is being blocked by your best friend in any means a good you thing? You might be asking, how is being blocked by your best friend in any means a good thing? Well, when my therapist and me dissected the last conversation I had with to try and piece together a puzzle that didn't quite have all the pieces, she asked, well, just said she's felt like this, like she could understand you. Okay, that's not how my therapist speaks. <laughs> but she did ask me, what's changed in the past few months that might be one of the reasons said that she's not been able to understand me and i was like nothing has changed i'm the same person and she told me to think a little harder and so my answer was something like this well i mean the only thing i can say is different is my ambition you know to go after things that i want and know i can have mm, my drive you know i think my drive is different because i i know that i can create the career of my dreams and i'm not taking no for an answer because I also know I deserve that too. And becoming the best person, like the person that I can't stop dreaming about, like really being that girl. But that's about it. For my therapist, it was like we struck a chord, but I still didn't get it. This is my best friend. Wouldn't they want everything for me that I want for myself? They're the one cheering me on. But listen closely. Sometimes, you going after the things that you want remind people of how they're not. And that makes people uncomfortable. Sometimes watching someone else totally go for it can be incredibly upsetting to the person who spent a lifetime building a solid case for why they themselves can't. 
and not realizing that they have some inner work to do on themselves, they'll think the problem is you. In my favorite book, You Are a Badass, the author Jen Sincero describes this perfectly when she begins to talk about the ego, also called the shadow self, also called the big snooze, which is my favorite term because the ego is just that. It's what keeps us unaware of the magic that life is offering right in front of our eyes as if we're snoozing away. The big snooze is the part of us that stores all the limiting stories about who we are, or more so, who we can't be. It's the stuff we've heard since we were children that isn't true, but we believed it for so long, it's become our truth. The part of us that makes us think that we have to earn love, so we develop people-pleasing personalities. It's fear-based, so it stops you from doing the things that actually excite you, so instead you settle for what's comfortable. It's the part that's insecure and always tells you that you're not enough. But that is not who you truly are. That's just who you've learned to be. Who you really are, your true inner being, that part of you knows that the world is your oyster. It knows that whatever you can conjure in your mind, not only can you have it, but you are fully worth and deserving of it. It's the part that knows that you are loved and have the best ideas and life is limitless and abundant. It's the part that tells you, you are badass, a motherfucking rock star, that you're perfect and loved, ooh, so loved, massively, ferociously, unconditionally loved, and you deserve to be happy. How did that just make you feel? It's probably been a while since you were reminded of who you truly are. But not everyone has made this realization. Actually, most people around us are still listening to the beliefs of the ego and haven't woken up from the big snooze. These are the people who tell you you're irresponsible for quitting your day job or selfish for setting healthy boundaries and insane for changing your career in your mid-20s or 30s. They mean well, they do, but it's all fear-based. So when you decide to wake up from the big snooze and make massive positive changes in your life, expect disapproval from the people who are snoring away, especially the people closest to you. They may express their discomfort in all sorts of ways, anger, hurt, criticism, bafflement, worrying, teasing, snorting every time you talk about your new business or your new friends, constant remarks about who you used to be, blocking you from all social media outlets, etc. See, the last five sentences were pulled directly out of the book I just mentioned, and you'll notice how the last two examples of discomfort were exactly what happened to me and my best friend. I reread that chapter the other day, and I was shocked at how foretelling this book has been. But let me tell you the good part of it all. The prophecy is being fulfilled. Yeah, whatever. What happened sucked. But I'm so glad that I'm shedding my old skin, or should I say, my old limiting beliefs. I'm happy that I'm living in my truest power and creating the life that I want because I deserve it. Even if that means making other people uncomfortable. My highest priority is how I feel, and that's on period. No one will ever stop me from doing that. Oh, and by the way, y'all, since then, I've made a ton of new friends. All of them just as crazy as me to go after the wildest things that we desire, and they support me through my endeavors. <laughs> Spirit has a way of giving you just what you need at the right time to bring you to new stages of your journey.